My name is Mark Chalmers, and I'm president and CEO of Energy Fuels. Uh, Energy Fuels is a remarkable um, opportunity for those investors that are looking at decarbonizing and improved electrification on steroids. So I'm uh, very excited to be here today, Matt, to, to talk to you, uh, give a bit of an update on um, our company from Toronto, right after PDAC. Brett, well, yeah, you're, you're, you're at PDAC, you're, you're, you're in Toronto, it's all finished and wrapped up now, and I know you've got a plane to catch, so I'm going to get straight into it, Mark. Uh, so, well, let's start let's, with some pleasantries. So, uh, was PDAC successful in, in terms of what you went there to try and do? This was the, probably the busiest PDAC I've ever been to for energy fuel. So, uh, yeah, it was um, well attended, a lot of meetings, a lot of people. Uh, wanting and ready to do things, and uh, you know, it was it was it was really a solid uh, conference, better than than the past. Right. Okay. And in terms of what you went there to talk about, clearly you've got a lot of moving parts. You've kind of got the you've got the vanadium, you've got the uranium, you've you've got the rare earths now. So what what were people really um, you know coming up to talk to you about? You know, all of those. Okay. Um, but I have to say, um, I, I I wish you could just sit in our booth for an hour or two and listen to the people that come by. Uh, showing the excitement and admiration of the advances we're making with rare earths and, and everything we're doing. So, uh, yeah, look, it's, um, you know, we're, we're going for it, Matt. I said that before. Um, you know, we're setting ourselves up for uh, absolutely, well, we had an incredible 2022, and 23 should be every bit as, as good, if not better, as we start to launch. I feel like we're down the runway and we're pulling the yoke back, and this plane is starting to fly. Right, okay. But like I say, we're going to keep this short and sweet because you, you do I'm genuinely have, have a plane to catch here. So, look, um, I, I think, you, you okay, $1.3 billion uh, company, you know, you know, it takes something to build those sorts of things. But you, you kind of got to keep this thing, you've got to keep this engine ticking over. You've got you to tell a growth story. Um, but there's a bunch of decisions you made last year, in 2022, which, you know, have cost the company. You know, you committed some big, um, capital to various projects. I mean, do you think you did that at the right time? Absolutely. I mean, you 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 got to spend money and you got to do stuff to 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 build a company. And and uh, you know we're we've got people working underground right now, uh, getting uh, four mines ready. Not not ready in six months or ready in a year. I'm talking ready. Like if I call them on the phone, they could start mining. Or uh, look at the the plans that you know with the with the acquisition of. Uh, Bahia in Brazil, you know, we we bought that, closed that, um, and and on top of that, we're building out the separation plant at White Mesa. So, uh, yeah, no, we're investing in the future. Uh, you also are aware that we sold Alta Mesa, um, and we closed that uh, in February, uh, uh, 120 million dollars. That funds this non-dilutional. Uh, we've also made the uranium sales. We've got our uranium contracts that start this year. And I, I, I tell you, I couldn't be on a more positive note on what the future holds for energy fuels. Right. Okay. I think the, the Altamesa deal obviously brings in sixty million in cash now, and then sixty million in terms of a a, a, a convertible uh, note for you. Um, so that has some future future value too. But um, I just keep I got to keep coming back to it. It's like the amount of money that you committed to spend last year. Is for most most people in an environment like 2022, it, it was sort of exceptional. So there's got to be a huge degree of confidence about the market for rare earths, the market for uranium, and and I'm and, and vanadium. Obviously, you can't forget that they're still there in the background. Um, and you've made a bunch of acquisitions, committed a lot of capital, but 
Tell me where this confidence comes from. I mean, what what have you been able to, been able to secure? I mean, if we start at uranium, uranium price just isn't moving at the moment. So, what why would you spend money trying to you know advance the projects, get ready, and to be, be able to be in production, you know, imminently if you needed to be? Well, I mean, I think the confidence of having long term contracts that are eight years of long term contracts. Uh, you know, we we want to get the flywheel going. Uh, hiring people has become more difficult, uh, and and it's better to get people on board and trained and advancing and getting that momentum going. Uh, so on the uranium front, yeah, we said we got the contracts and you know we're going back into production. So um, that, that having that as a as a as a, you know fallback to to secure our ability to go forward, uh, very important. Now on the rare earth fronts, uh, again, you know this focus on the United States and having the processing capability and securing molecules uh, for processing in the United States and integration has never been stronger. And, and you know, I, I you know, we, we but you got to be on the front foot here. So, you know, we, we have confidence on all fronts um, and, and, and that's all being reflected in the securing of the contracts, you know, doing the uranium reserve sale uh, and filling those, those new contracts starting this year. So, uh, it takes time, though, and and when you know everybody says it's going to be six months or a year, year and a half. Uh, well, you got to start sometime to be ready. And when we started last year, it cost some money, uh, but it's all reinvesting in the future of energy fuels. Right. So, so it, then let's let's look at the the, the time frame for revenue. You, you kind of mentioned one of the things. Obviously, the um, the award of the contract to sell eighteen and a half million. Uh, bucks worth of uranium to the uh, US uranium reserve. That, that, that's a good start, but it's 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 a small dent. The Alta Mesa sixty million plus sixty million, that that's that's quite nice. That's that's quite meaningful. But you're going to have to find other ways of making sure that you do deliver non-dilutory um, uh, in, equity investment into into the company. Are you now tempted, given the conversations we've had in the past about the fact that, I'll, as far as you're concerned, White Mesa Mill does not need um, to buy or it does not need to, sorry, toll mill with other people's um, ore, you are more likely to choose to go down a route of buying and having a, a buying schedule than actually tolling other people's mill. And and, and on a fifth, and that would be on a, well, have you decided how you would like to structure that? Have you had any further thoughts about that kind of revenue stream? Yeah, yeah, Matt. Um, you know, we we you know we have a tow milling agreement with CUR, where we're their largest shareholders, and and that's the one that we have. But we did announce when we announced the the sale of Alta Mesa that we are looking at a buying schedule. Okay, and a buying schedule uh, is where we just basically say we will buy your uranium or ores, and we don't have it in place yet, but we plan to, and we really are looking for a slight uptick in prices to, to put that in place. But what we basically do there is we say, well, we'll buy your ore for between 40 to maybe 50% of the, the contained value. We then process it, and then we have uh, ownership of that ore and the marketing rights to that so people can provide their ore to the mill, delivered to the mill, assuming they're on full compliance with all their regulatory uh, permits and whatnot, uh, and then we go from there. Now, that there's a long history in the plateau of a buying schedules, and um, and we're, we'll do something very similar to what's been done in the past. And and, 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 and frankly, you know, that 40, 50%, depending on the grades and the uranium and the vanadium, 
is actually a very fair price. It's a fair price because it costs a lot to process it. And, you know, you're putting it into a plant that, that if you had to replace it today, it'd probably be $500 million or something. So, but we're definitely going to get our clip on that. Uh, and anyone that would participate in the buying schedule. Right. And, and I want to, I want to be clear here because, you know, um, at the moment it feels kind of monopolistic in the sense that, you know, EU control controls the, 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 the mill controls the district, but there's been lots of chatter in the market about people, you know, re refurbishing and, um, getting old mills up and running. I think there's at least two people talking that game and there's talk of, you know, previous builders building a new mill and the, the, therefore introducing a, a, a bit of competition for you. But what, what are the kind of long, what are the, what are the difficulties actually doing things like that? Of course, clearly there's a kind of, there's a capital uh, requirement and the cost of that capital is get is, you know, in today's environment look, looks expensive so that you need to be, they need to be darn sure about what, what, um, how much they're going to process and the price at which they're going to be able to feed, feed into that mill. Um, but that could be competition for you potentially competition for you does would that affect your ability to negotiate um you know good deals for yourself or do you feel that that the reality is right now um you're in control you're still in control because you you can make um you can affect their margins you can affect, affect the ability of those companies to make margins i'm not worried about that at all i mean if you look at the time to get the permits uh the the, the cash required uh, you know, it, it, look, it, it is so far out. If anyone could do that in the next 10 years, and that's probably being optimistic, 10 years, they would be lucky. And there have been some that have t made attempts to build a new mill or whatever, and they never accomplished it. So look, we're, we're, we have a mill, it's operable. We've got people there. Um, you know, we know how to process uranium. It's debt free. Um, they're, is currently no need for another mill in the United States other than White Mesa ready to go. So, um, so no, I, I don't worry about that at all. Okay, so I want to be clear. There's, you've got one tolling agreement, but that's with a company that you sold an asset to, and you will be talking about tolling the or from the asset that you sold to them, and you're managing that asset. And as far as secondly, as far as you're concerned, the timeline in terms of permitting and licensing to build another mill and the cost of capital is going to be well perhaps perhaps the hard the hard bit here for for someone to kind of come in and give you competition the, the region the region only needs one mill that's all it needs one mill and um and and so but look good luck to those that are that are all going down those paths um as i said uh, you know it's it's uh, it's a big undertaking and it's expensive undertaking uh so i'm not saying that you know people can't make their own decisions if they want to go down that path but meanwhile, we'll put out a buying schedule. Uh, it'll be competitive, similar to what's been offered in the past. And, and I'm going, buying schedules go back like 40, 50 years in the region. This is not something new. So, um, yeah, I'm not losing a, a one second of sleep over the thought of other people building or saying they're going to build a mill or, or retrofit a mill in the region. Um at all okay okay and with the, but again sticking with this a little bit further is do you, do you feel that you are in control of that negotiation as a result of that what happens if i mean because you need to feed your mill what do you need to feed your mill? That, that's the question do you need you can feed your mill with your own or and clearly it's a big mill so ideally you can top it up with you know this buying schedule that you've got in place you can find additional order kind of process there what happens if people 
outside, don't play ball, and they don't sell you their ore. Well, we'll feed it with our own minds, okay? Um, look at historically, uh, looking at historically over the last, you know, cycle, um, you know, there was a, there was a small amount of feed that came from others with the buying schedule, um, but it was very small. I mean, I'm going to throw out a number of maybe 10, 20 percent of additional feed that we, we, we process at the White Mesa Mill. So even though, uh, you know, it, it was it was good for us, it, 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 it didn't make us. Um, and, and look, it's. Um, you know, if, if there's others that have feed, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll add it to a mill run. But it isn't that big a deal or material, and, and it hasn't in the last 10 years. But look, at hopefully in this new cycle, you know, we'd like to run that mill, you know, 24-7, uh, completely full of feed. And if that was the case, I can tell you um, pretty much every permitted mine in, in, in the region would have to be running at full capacity to even come close to that, right? Okay. Well, like, I, I guess like it's it's the, these are options for you and discussions for you um, further down the line. But you you will you will let us know when you when you come out with this kind of um, buying um, schedule or the conversations that you have with this buying schedule um, of, of yours. Um, let's get on to rare earths because that's the, that's a super super exciting bit. Okay, critical minerals list. Um, you know, security thereof for the U.S. government number one priority. Um, those conversations are being enabled by things we've talked about in the past, the IRA, um, the Biden administration, Inflation Reduction Act, um, and, and so forth. Are you are you seeing any other kind of signals from the U.S. government that they are are showing serious intent in providing the capital um, to allow that part of the industry to succeed in the West, in the U.S. Ex-China. Well, look, it, it, I think it's it's continuing to amp up. I mean, there were a lot of government agencies uh, here at PDAC. Uh, we had a number of meetings with various government agencies. Uh, you know, we're just trying to look for the right fit, the right vehicle when it comes to, you know, whether it's a loan, whether it's, you know, some of these grants, you know, depending on where the money comes from that makes sense for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, these geopolitical tensions don't appear to be going away. And, um, you know, and we're, we're there to capitalize on it. You know, we, we ordered all our parts for this phase one separation plant uh, have been ordered. Um, I've talked to our operations people. They are very excited about getting this rolling. Um, and and, and they're, they're doing work uh, building that out right now. So, you know, one less than a year from now, we'll have this um, completed and built. Uh, we're getting uh, a lot more inbounds. Uh, the, the, the groups that are, are looking and talking to partner with us is almost nonstop. Now, I know a lot of our investors are waiting for more news on that front, and I really believe we'll be in a position to give more uh, updates to the market uh, in the not-too-distant future. Uh, but then the acquisition uh, of Bahia is another step, but we're looking for other opportunities, and we're, we're going for world scale. It's, it's that simple. Right, and no one's in a better shape than us uh, to do that in North America and, and pretty much anywhere in the world. Right, and 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 with regards to some of those, I get the some the the yes, the um, government departments conversations. They cl they clearly want to understand um, what what's going on. But in terms of other strategic partners, you have we talked in the past about Neo, um, obviously helping you out on the rarest um, side of things uh, early days, um, and Constantine, um, you know, is a big big part of that. Are you seeing um, other strategic partners wanting to get involved 
with this? Do you need other strategic partners and their balance sheets to kind of help you get over the line? Would you do you feel that you're in control of that and you want to retain all of the upside? Look, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of strategic partners. The 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 ones that have um, infrastructure um, permits um, and have the ability to to amp up or ramp up our uh, feed of monazite are definitely of interest. Uh, from a balance sheet perspective and from a capability perspective, uh, you know, we, we, we really have the ability to do all the capital improvements we need for both the rare earths and uranium right now. Um, but we'll always look at things that make sense, right? And, and uh, you know, if, 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 you're, if, if you're, your goal is to become a multi-billion dollar company, uh, you know, we're already, you know, north of a, a billion Um you know, you, you know, there's there's different ways to get there, but but our focus is this, you know, all things critical elements, and uh, you know, really, and that's where we're driving it, and and utilizing our infrastructure. I think the other thing that that is important for people to know that, you know, when we look at the strike rate to to build like this phase one separation plant, you know, we're we're telling Mark is like twenty five million dollars, and and that's probably. Uh, being a bit conservative, but uh, n- nobody can hit that strike rate um, in terms of being able to build a separation plant for that kind of low capital. Uh, and 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 overall, our strike rate on capital is going to be probably twenty five cents on a dollar of what others are going to have to spend um, to do the same thing. So that's a huge advantage. Well, tell, tell me about this. Tell me a little bit about the market. So I know again, I know I'm very conscious that you've got you've. Got a cab waiting, and you you, you got to hit the hit the airport. Um, but what your view of the kind of capital markets at the moment in the context of what's going on with the the kind of macro in, environment? We we've seen. I've been to a number of conferences, and we've had rep, our guys at a number of conferences, even up at PDAC as well. But you know, PDAC in Australia, down in um, Miami, down in Cape Town. You know, and, and the, the so general feedback for some of the junior explorer types, you're obviously companies a lot smaller than you, is that money's tight. Money is, it's it's hard to access, and they're looking for all sorts of alternative financing, including you know, ro- early you know, royalty um, um, agreements, um, convertibles, all sorts of kind of strange and funky structures, right? And does that help you or not help you, or is it kind of irrelevant with regards to your quest for access for monazite? Well, we haven't had to go out and raise any money directly uh, for for some time now. Um, you know, certainly selling Alta Mesa, you know that that puts us in a strong cash position. You know, look look at it as far as uh, you know securing money. Uh, in, in our eyes, um, the 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 key thing is just demonstrating that you're making material progress and people can understand that you're getting there okay i think i think there are some people out there they're still saying well you know is energy fuels going to get there whatnot i can tell you we are getting there and um and 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 with that with the 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 scarcity of product to invest in right when you start looking at the scarcity of product to invest in um when you show you're getting there there is absolutely no shortage of money that will go into the right kind of investment uh, yeah, I agree with you. And, and when my question really wasn't about your ability to get money. You've always had it yeah, remarkably easy to access capital when, when you've needed it and you've timed it right. So I'm not, not judging you on that. It was more a case of other opportunities for you 
with other companies that may be struggling on the cash front um, in terms of your ability to do have put contracts in place for access for Monazite from from those sorts of companies which perhaps are a little bit cash strapped um, or, or struggling to raise you know cheaper capital for their needs. Yeah, no, no. Look, and I I I think there are, and um, and you know as I said, we're we're canvassing you know all opportunities that we can um, you know wedge ourselves in. However, we need to wedge ourselves uh, to to you know continue to build this story on how much Monazite we can secure. Um, and, and if, you know, we're, 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 we're more than happy to help some of those that may be struggling, you know, to potentially infuse some investment in them, uh, to get there. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Matt, as you know, you know, all these things, you know, there's, there's a number of different moving parts that, 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 um, you know, can impact, you know, how you, 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 you go about doing your business here, but yeah, we're in a strong position and, and people realize we're in a strong position. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, you know, just have to continue to watch this space, but it's it's unfolding rapidly, and as I said, the 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 number of meetings we had was staggering. But okay, but just let, let, remind me because it was at the beginning of the conversations. As far as you're concerned, you 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 have set yourself up for success in 2023, and you know, and by that you mean what? What are the things that are going to hit? Uh, in in Q1 or Q2, which people should set up and, and be, pay attention to. Well, we you know we closed Alta Mesa, so there's a big cash inflow there. That initial sixty million dollars uh, will be in the bank. Uh, we've got the uranium sales, um, you know, eighteen point five million there. Uh, we've got our our sales contracts that are coming up, and I think that's like June or July, and and that's uh, you know pretty much in the order with the uranium sales that, uh, with the government. Um, we have a number of other smaller transactions that are happening. We get interest on the note from Encore, um, and we could be making more uranium cells, um, vanadium cells, rare earth carbonate cells. You know, we're at a we're at a, we are at a true uh, rotation point here. It is a true rotation point, uh, and 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 as I said, you know, we're gonna we're building our revenue stream faster than. Anybody in the sector that I know of, um, certainly in North America, and and but there's a number of things hitting here, and they didn't hit in 2022. So 23 is the year that these things are going to start hitting in a rapid fire. It, it, yeah, it's it's old school. You focus on making money. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't sound right, Mark. No, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's your focus. And 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 Matt, we know this. You know, we're doers. We're real company. You know, we've got this great relationship with Neo. Uh, ourselves, Kim Moores, you know, um, and others, um, you know, people, and, and the utilities. I mean, they they know who we are and they respect who we are, and we're proud of who we are. You know, we're not out there trying to sell a bunch of baloney. Um, we, we're we're builders. No, I'd like I like it's, it's it's been a great story. It's a great story to follow. I think twenty twenty three is a super exciting year in terms of de- uh, deliverables for you and and say getting a bit old old school and actually trying to make some money. That's that it's. it's, it's it's uh, very refreshing to hear about. So uh, good luck to you. Safe flight home. We'll speak again soon. Thank you, Matt. Always a pleasure.